Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Welcome back, hour number two, Fantasy Football Rewind. So the Giants have decided to fire the coach, fire the GM, go back to Eli Manning. And this tells you the power of social media, and it's amazing. I mean, what we saw at the University of Tennessee last week where a guy, Greg Schiano, was hired and then not got the job four or five hours later because of social media outburst and outpouring. And same thing with the Giants. Man, how would they have known before the fans' feelings on these matters? And then management absolutely getting it done. So I got to tell you, social media is making itself known in the sports world. It is a power player and an indicator of what things have done and what things can do and where we go. That's craziness, right? It's amazing. Rob Gronkowski also out for the first week of the playoffs. For all you tight end fans, you had a huge week to get you in the playoffs. And now Rob Gronkowski lets you out. We come back, reaction to the new changes in the land of the Giants. You're listening to Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Scotty. you got here our number two of Fantasy Football Rewind. You can join us at 1 a.m. on the East Coast every Monday through Friday, 11 p.m. on. That's 10 p.m. on the Pacific Coast time on the West Coast. Take a quick break. We'll come back with more. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Fantasy Football Rewind. Hey, I'm Jeff. Look, I'm just a skeleton. I don't have an ACL anymore, but I'd still like to know what it means when one of my fantasy players sprains his. That's why I use the Inside Injuries app. It was created by real doctors. So you're getting information directly from people who have seen, touched, and operated on actual ACLs. Take it from me, a skeleton. If you aren't using it, you might as well just be guessing. Download the free app today unlock the secrets of injury analysis. 
Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. Join the family at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Modells and sign up for our MVP rewards program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Modell's cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Modell's gift card. When you got to play more and pay less, you got to go to Modell's. I owed the IRS $10,000. The IRS garnished my wages. They put a lien on my house. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. They do not give up until you pay. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions Now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions Now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions Now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. Tax Solutions Now can get you help. Our agents know the rules, can stop the pain, and get you the best deal. We connect you with a team of former IRS agents and tax professionals who will get the IRS off your back. We saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world. Call Tax Solutions now. Time is running out. Call 800-910-9962-800-910-9962-800-910-9962-800-910-9962. Hey, this is Greg Sussman from the Roto Experts in the Morning, and, and listen, we could all use a little help sometimes. That's why I talk to three guys every single day, and they help me with my fantasy teams. But if you need help with your fantasy teams, and you probably do, you should purchase the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football In-Season Package, featuring weekly lineup ranks, chats with our experts every single day, and player cards for every player in the NFL, including reports from InsideInjuries.com. You cannot beat it. Don't set your lineups without checking the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge in season package. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Cicada. Here's what we got going on. Let's go to our guys and find out their take on the New York Giants situation. We've got Greg Sussman, Frank Stanfield, and Mike Florio. Do you think they go back to Eli Manning this week? No. I said earlier, I think they're too far gone. I think they can make the switch to uh, to Davis Webb. I don't think they're going to make it to, to Eli, though, because why would they now? Like... Jerry Reese has also been fired. Has he? <laughs> Greg, Greg, if you pulled both of these guys into your office and you were going to fire them yourself, how do you think you would do it? I would say, Ben, get the F out of my office. Well, we know you would say that. Anything else? He was saying- but I would tell Jerry, I'd go, Jerry, thank you so much for the Super Bowls. Thank you for Eli Manning. But you, sir, 
You're fired. That's what I'd say. Would you give them the chance to join the uh, Kiss My Ass Club or they're fired before they're gone? No. Someone nope. Someone <laughs> tweeted us yep. a video of our video of when you cursed. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. It's one of the... We're so talking... We can't get past it? We can't pretend like it never happened? I mean... <laughs> this is great. Jerry Reese gone. Ben McAdoo gone. The Giants did not wait. It's very interesting. The Giants did not wait until week 17. They previously put out a press release saying they were going to wait completely until week 17. But for whatever reason, this the way this Eli thing got botched last week was the final straw, clearly, Frank. You know what's crazy, too, is that whenever they would ask Ben McAdoo about the Eli Manning benching, he said that ownership was on board with it. So and if it, ownership was on board with it, why? They couldn't have thought that it was going to be handled that you know that it was going to be handled normally by the media. They should. They would have known that they were going to get bashed by everybody if people really thought. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if ownership was really in on it, I just. I don't know why they would wait and fire him now. I can't even talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're doing it now. Well, yes, they're on board, but clearly they expected it to be handled in a different way. Like they knew it would not go over. Um, in the media well. I, I think maybe they expected to get Davis Webb sometime because there's no way they wanted to see what G, uh, Geno Smith looked like. And yesterday we saw what he looked like. Terrible. As And we all knew voiced. that. I mean, right. For Ben McAdoo to say that he gives them a better chance of winning than Eli Manning, that, that was just... That was probably the craziest part of it. Exactly. But, so I think the way that he's handled everything hasn't worked. I think the way that this season has gone uh, with the failure to, up to upgrade the offensive line, with all the fair, failures within the building, that's why Jerry Reese that, is gone I was going to well. say, that's on Reese. Because Reese, for some reason, thinks you could win in football without any linebackers, without an O-line, and just having good skill yeah. position players. But I think for McAdoo, what really did him in was the fact that he let everything with Odell Beckham slide. He let everything with the defense slide. Like, he... Like, people on the defense were coming out talking against him, and he didn't say anything. And then he suspended two of his cornerbacks for, you know, reasons not listening to team rules or whatever. Like, it was, like, madhouse. And the only player, though, that he ever spoke up against was Eli Manning because he knew Eli Manning wouldn't say anything back. Yeah, I, it's absolutely true. And he, we, I said it when on our video, Frank, when McAdoo uh, made that call. Eli did everything right this year. Odell did whatever he wanted. McAdoo was afraid of him. Francesca said this, too, of course. Um... Eric Flowers was the worst left tackle in football from a lot of this year. He's actually improved slightly. JPP, um, though, manhandled him. JPP manhandled him. But Eric Flowers, it was never Eric Flowers' fault. It was never JPP's fault. It was never um, It was never any of these guys that could stand Genoa up to Mac and do. Uh, Janoris Jenkins, he's been in for a game. But, but, like, remember, it came out that he was like, oh, I'm not giving up. I'm just playing bad. Like, Ben McAdoo, hold them accountable. They right. clearly lost interest, and they clearly weren't trying. Hold these guys accountable. I, I don't know. But... Greggy, I think Jerry Reese is the ultimate. I think he's even worth more to blame than McAdoo because you know what Eli Manning sure. is. He's not mobile. Correct. You can't expect him to create time with an off offensive line that just can't give him any pocket protection. Really, I mean, the season was lost when once Odell Beckham went down because, I mean, playing with an offensive line like that, Eli Manning needs to be able to get the ball out of his hands quickly and have his players make things happen after the catch. And that's exactly what Odell Beckham is. I mean, you, you know, quick three-step drop, throw it to Odell Beckham, quick slant. I mean, he could take any one of those to the crib at, at any time. Um, but, you know, when he's dealing, when you're dealing with just Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram, I mean, th those guys are, you know, they're developing players, but they're still very young and obviously not to the same talent level as Odell Beckham. Uh, I agree. I mean, it's probably more on Jerry Reese. I mean, his big, his big off-season signing, Greg, was Rhett Ellison. 
And I've heard no, you no. go off. I did. I, on I, that. So I did. They brought in Brandon Marshall. They brought, they they brought in Marshall. Brandon Marshall, but, what, but he's was, washed up, man. But what Frank's talking no, about—that's why they could have used that money instead of signing a washed-up Brandon Marshall. They could have signed an offensive line. Don't how you don't sign Brandon Marshall. Don't sign Rhett Ellison and throw all the money at the world and Andrew Whitworth. So this was the thing. They, I wanted JPP back. And that was a mistake. They should have used that money on a guy like Andrew Whitworth. But I remember that day one of free agency, they went and signed Red Ellison. It's not a small contract. It's like a legit contract. I was like, what are you doing? And they just did not upgrade where it needed to be upgraded. And when Jerry Reese, who only did one press conference a year, which is absurd, by any, like, and I said this the same thing about Phil Jackson. I'll, I'll say, say he's the Phil Jackson of football. I'll, I'll say the same thing about any general manager, right? You make decisions that have consequences. You need to own up to them, right? You don't let Ben McAdoo, and as much as I hate that guy, you don't let him take the fall for all of your horrible decisions. And someone like Jerry Reese, when he made these decisions, came out during the bye week, which is when he gives his press conference, and he did not regret not going after Andrew Whitworth. He had, they had a league out average offensive line. I'm just like, what are you talking about? Like, how could you be so blinded to see, not see what the entire world sees? In that the offensive line is clearly the downfall downfall of your organization. That evidently you did not have the pieces that Ben McAdoo needed to make his offense work. And in, instead of working collaboratively, instead of doing the right thing, you just said, here, deal with it. And we knocked Seattle because of their, you know, they just ignore the offensive line altogether. But at least they have Russell Wilson. Yeah. Who, who can run laps right. around the field and create time. And that's just not Eli Eli's Manning, That's never been. Even when Eli Manning was a rookie, he was never a mobile quarterback. Correct. And you knew that. And you had success early on with him because you gave him time to throw. Correct. What changed? What made you think, hey, Eli Manning's now in his late 30s? I think he's more mobile than ever. Like, I get it. I get it. the NFL has changed. Russell Wilson, Carson Wentz, and Immediately come to mind from last night, for instance, right? Constantly scrambling, constantly creating, constantly making something happen. Eli Manning cannot do that. Eli Manning is much like Tom Brady that he cannot move when he do does you, that. Do you think I have a question for you as a Giants fan, for real? Do you think that they ignored the offensive line? Because remember when Ben McAdoo came in, his whole thing was get Eli Man the ball out of his hands with yeah. under 2.5 seconds. Mm -hmm. So do you think that was also partially Ben McAdoo saying, we don't need an O-line, we're going to get rid of the ball so fast? Yes, any other that's 100% so, what so it was. both of them. Yes, it's, it was that McAdoo went to went to Jerry and was like, "Listen, I can get you know we can make the best of this. I don't I don't need it." He's gonna do literally a three step drop, gone, and that's why Eli's release was always one of the quickest, even to the end, the quickest in the NFL because he had no time. But so much of this offense, you needed them to go. You needed them to take shots. They couldn't take shots because he didn't have time. Infuriating. And and while as good as Evan Engram has been, he's been awesome for rookie tight end. I mean, this is one of the best offensive you know seasons for a rookie tight end but that was their first round pick Greg I mean you could have went a different direction there too I mean you could have drafted an offensive lineman last year you drafted Eli Apple you could have drafted an offensive lineman so, last year so too he, so here's the other problem with Jerry Reese and it comes to the draft Jerry Reese has never once never once in 10 years as the general manager of the New York Giants never once traded back in a draft not one time he was always been incredibly transparent in 2016 in the draft he wanted two guys Leonard Floyd and Jack Conklin the two teams, right in front of them, traded up to get Jack Conklin and Leonard Floyd because of how tra transparent when he, he was. When both of those guys were off the board, he froze. And he so panicked, and he didn't know what to do. He panicked, he didn't know what to do, took the highest guy on his board, which was Eli Apple, which I believe was the highest guy on this board, who he could have gotten 10 picks later. 
And, and then he's been they, a disaster too. I was saying, you can knock the Eli Apple pick. It's hard to knock Evan Ingram with seeing as oh, how good. No, no, he's, he's been. Awesome. He's been great. He has. This past year, they wanted one guy, and that was Garrett Bowles. And you know what happened? Denver traded up a pick ahead of him, and they drafted Garrett Bowles again. The same thing because of being transparent. Thankfully, that era of New York Giants history is now complete. Evan Ingram's been amazing, certainly for fantasy purposes. Yep. He's a weapon for whoever the next quarterback in New York is. Him, Odell, and Sterling Shepard are a really good threesome combination to have going forward with this offense. If you get this team an offensive line, it will be better. But now they need a quarterback, too, because you just ruined Eli. So you need a quarterback. You need an offensive line. Uh, as a Jet fan, you could say this. As a Bills fan, you could say this. You've it's the wait- hardest position to You've find. been waiting your entire lives to find a quarterback. Yep. And you Giant fans don't understand how lucky you are. A lot of them. A lot of Giant fans are like, oh yeah, we need to move on from Eli and everything. Any team would kill to have a quarterback play at Eli level for over 200 straight games. And then... The first year he starts to play, you guys start to have a bad year, you're going to get another guy, a franchise quarterback, to come in. That's that's basically what happened in the Colts a couple years ago. Uh, certainly the Packers as well, with, with Favre and Rodgers. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think ultimately it'll be very interesting um, to see what happens. I think if I was the Giants, what I would do, it, I would do it Varsity Blues style. Do you see Varsity Blues? I don't know with you two. No. Neither of you saw Varsity Blues. Uh, so basically what happens is they roll throughout this horrible coach, and the, backup, and the quarterback who got injured in the first game uh, wind up just coaching the team in the last game to win the championship. So I kind of want them to just make Eli the coach. Who do you think, who is your, who do you want? I know it just happened. Like, yeah. do you have any preference or is it too early? To be the coach? Yeah. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, for sure. Okay. If they can make that happen, I'd love to have Jim Harbaugh. That'd be awesome. Or David Shaw. Or Tom Coughlin? No. <laughs> uh, Jim Harbaugh or David Shaw, these two guys I want. I don't know how realistic that is, but that's, that's the goal. I do want to make sure the next GM chooses the coach, though. I don't want it the other way. All right, that was a fun Giants talk. Uh, we'll take a break, and we'll be back right with the show. BFFs next. There they are, the BFFs, best friends forever. Take a quick break right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You're listening to Fantasy Football Rewind. We'll be back with more after this. Sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skicks Canvas High Top, Low Top, Slip On, and Kids Tennis Style Sneakers, designed in officially licensed college colors and logos, is a must-have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skicks helps fans perform better. Go to Skicks.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skicks.com. Skicks Sneakers, the soul of a true fan. Does your fantasy football team suck? (laughs) Did you draft David Johnson with the first pick? (laughs) I can help you out. Go to iTunes, subscribe to Stand Up Fantasy. I will make your whole life better and put a little smile on your face, make you happy. Maybe you find a significant other just by changing some bowling shoes. Maybe you'll worry about things a lot less. Stand Up Fantasy at iTunes. Subscribe now. Ezekiel Elliott. Carl Anthony Towns. Corey Seager. Corey Seager. 
Those are the rookies of the year. Much like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The fastest growing fantasy sports network on radio is completely free, 24-7. Listen to us live at FNTSY.com slash radio or download the app right now in the Google Play Store or on iTunes. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If you're making the minimum payments, but your balance is just not going down, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it will take years to get out of debt, call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people with credit card debt. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rate, and get you out of debt fast. If you're struggling with credit card debt, the first step is yours. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-220-3479. 800-220-3479. That's 800-220-3479. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services or by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission. License number D. DC 32. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. In this league, a show about games hosted by men who act like kids. Whoa, hold up there, voice guy. Act like kids? That's not accurate. Really? You saying we're immature? Like how? Dick Butkus. Phrasing. Boom! <laughs> hmm. Huh, duly noted. Carry on. Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh with the fantasy show for your twisted mind in this league. Wednesday nights from 9 to 11 Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Sincata, and we are here absolutely getting it done and making sure you've got everything you need to know and you need to put together. And you need to jump on 
and gotten the questions answered that you need. But how about Cam Newton? In his crazy play, the ups and downs. I'm the guy that says, hey, Cam Newton can never have a bad game because of the rushing yards. And yesterday was one of those, here are the Roto experts in the morning talking about Cam Newton. Hello, YouTube. Welcome to the end of week 13. My name is Greg Sussman. This is Corey Parson, the fantasy executive. That is Matt Modica. He's Wall Street. And we're here to help you in the playoffs. Now that you're here, now that you made it, what do you do, right? What is the move? And that's what we're here to help you with. Because on Sunday in week 13, you had Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers go against the New Orleans Saints uh, in one of those matchups we're really looking forward to uh, in the NFC. Trying to figure out just how good both Carolina is uh, and New Orleans. It was a New Orleans 31-21 victory, which... You know, it was dominated by Alvin Kamara. We'll get to him in a moment. But Cam Newton, let me give you the stat line. 183 yards passing, two touchdowns, and then he chipped in a 51 yards on the ground. An extra five points there, including a 32-yard run, uh, which was very, you know, which was a thing of beauty. He got it out, and then there was tons of running room. If you started Cam Newton, were you happy with that performance yesterday, Matt? It was so ugly to watch, and that's the thing with Cam. It has not been pretty. But he did get you the points. Uh, I think he finished, what, tied for sixth? He had just as many points as Carson once, who was very disappointing last night as well. But the, here's the thing. Next week is, is, is a tough one. He's got Minnesota. Uh-huh. I'm not really uh, looking forward to starting that one. But then Green Bay and Tampa Bay. You survive, you survive this pat next week, you get Green Bay and Tampa Bay. But, Corey, when we talk about surviving this next week with Cam Newton, it's Monday. I'm not making a lot of decisions today. But, you know, people are thinking about it. Are you going to start Cam Newton against Minnesota? It's tough. It's a tough call uh, to throw Cam out there in that environment next week. I think, like, obviously it's a little bit too early to look at it. What I will say about Cam Newton, though, is he's like the opposite of Jared Cook. When you don't expect it from Cam, he brings it. When you do expect it from Cam. Because when you don't expect no, Jared, like next Jared, week. But Jared Cook, when you don't expect that he brings it normally. Yeah, you so you're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you rather start Dak Prescott or Cam Newton, Corey? Dak's facing the Giants. Dak wasn't that impressive this week. He threw those two touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. I would start Cam Newton. I'm, I'm uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Corey. I'm gonna start Cam not not confidently as I mean look, at this point in the season, are you really that confident in anything? You're just, try, you're just trying to survive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really. You're, you're, just, you're, you're just trying to survive. That, that's, all, that's all you can do. Um, yesterday, for the rest of Carolina, you had Johnny Stewart, 11 for 45. He scored the touchdown. Christian McCaffrey carried the ball just six times for 16 yards. Did a five for 33 and a touchdown, though. Um, I, I don't know why he's not used more in the I series. don't get it. They're a better team when he's integrated into this offense. It's true. They, they, they really are. So it's, it boggles my mind that they continue to try to keep his touches down and ultimately um, save him for something. Yeah, I don't know what they're saving him for. That was a big first place game on the line. 
Thankfully, Devin Funches appeared in the second half. He had a goose egg at the half. Goose egg in the first half. Uh, and for most of the second half, wasn't really doing much. And then he snagged one over Ken Crawley late in that second half uh, and ran into the end zone. So once again, a good day for Devin Funches. Four for 16 a touchdown. And Matt, he's going to be a name that I'm not going to know what to do with on draft day next year. I know a lot of people are out that are watching this. Um, not even next year. Next week, Minnesota. That's a good point. Devin Fun- <laughs> you talk about Cam Newton against Minnesota. Devin Funches against Xavier oh, Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes, who closed every road for Julio Jones. He followed him on the outside in the slot. Even when they moved Julio around, Xavier Rhodes was there to watch him. And Devin Funches next week, can you start him? I don't know. You're going to have to see your options. But just remember, like what Rhodes did this week to Julio, Thanksgiving Day. Marvin Jones Jr. Marvin Jones Jr. Marvin Jones Jr. About 102, two touchdowns. So, look, it's going to be tough because, I mean, that's going to be a rock'em, sock'em, defensive kind of game. The, the the Vikings' defense, while it doesn't really produce fantasy-wise like you would think, and if, like in real football, it's it's tough. I mean, they just they throw a pounding on teams. And, Ka- and Carolina has a good defense. Look, they, they don't have Charles Johnson. He got the PED suspension. Yep. They lost somebody yesterday, too. So... Mm-hmm. Not as good as they were just maybe a day or two ago uh, with Carolina. But as you just said with Devin Funches, if you could survive past Minnesota, you got Green Bay and Tampa Bay coming. I, I just want to say one thing. Like I'm saying in the live chat, Bum Brady or Kareem Hunt let me down. Look, they, guys got you to that point, and you, you got to <clears> win week 13. You, you, you got to remember what, what players did to you. There's been players that disappointed all season long. And talented players. I mean, Julio was a disappointment considering where he went. He had the 50-point week last week. He was, what, a two-point week, a three-point week? I mean, that's that's amazing. Mike Evans doesn't have a game with 100 yards this year. All year long. And that's just, I, I can't comprehend that. And I think Mike Evans is great. But I can't. Four touchdowns. He has less than 750 yards receiving after 11 games. Mm-hmm. Had a big stretch without um <clears throat> without Jameis Winston in the middle of the season. I think that really hurt him. That I mean that hurt him. But even with Jameis, he didn't. You know, I'm look. I'm not, I'm not really trying to knock Evans. I'm a pro Evans guy. I, I'm just trying to point out a guy. Even AJ Green has disappointed a, a, mm-hmm. to an extent. I and mean, these guys were going five, six, seven. It almost makes you feel very okay, Corey, with a guy like Michael Thomas who. Listen, we've talked about disappointing guys and matches ran over five of them that in week 13, the biggest week of the year for you, let you down. Mike Thomas kind of did what he does every single game. Five for 70. He had the touchdown yesterday. On the year, Michael Thomas has 75 catches for 875 yards. What you hate is just three touchdowns, but 75 for 875 on his way to a 1,000-yard season, on his way for close to 90 catches. You're going to take that from Michael Thomas you drafted to yeah, the end of the you, first round. You, you take that because he's been solid. He's been consistent. He hasn't real no, had no real blow-up weeks. But give me that solid consistency in my lineup every week so that these ups and downs that you get with the Julio Joneses and guys like that, at least for this year. Absolutely. I mean, I, I would love to have Michael Thomas. I, that consistency, there's something to be said for that. When you could set it, forget it, 15 points or yep. whatever. Okay, it's not the 32. But look, not everybody's Antonio Brown. And Antonio Brown's been on an epic run once again. But hopefully he's inactive. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of epic runs, you can't spell epic without saying 
K-A-M-A-R-A. That's Alvin Kamara. Yesterday, five catches for 66 yards, along with his nine rushes for 60 yards and two touchdowns. And as I saw on Twitter, as Joe Buck and Troy Aikman says, it was like, when he doesn't make the first guy miss, you're confused and something's wrong. GM uh, Mickey Loomis said when they drafted him, we envision him to be that Darren Sproles, Reggie Bush role. He's been... Somebody said, I, I was on uh, Scott Barrett on Twitter, he asked a question to the PFF uh, fans. Yeah. And they said, "What do you? what's a comp? And Alvin Kamara, they said, is everything we thought Reggie Bush would be. Like that type of a player. So, look, I mean, the, the kid's just been awesome. That backfield, thunder, lightning, whatever, you, however you want to call it. I mean, I'm heartbroken that I don't have that backfield anymore. And that's super. That would have been fun for the playoffs. That would have been really fun for the playoffs. That backfield has been the best in the NFL. Alvin Kamara, every single week, you just wait for one of these duds. And when we talked about like value next year, you're like, oh man, one of these days, Alvin Kamara is just not going to do it. I've watched it. He's done it every week. I'm, I haven't sat down and thought it out right now. I mean, this past week's been way too damn stressful. But I want to. At some point, I'm going to sit down and take a look of who I would take ahead of Alvin Kamara going into next year. I don't even care if Mark Ingram's there. Sure. I don't think that's kind of a good thing. I agree. You know? And, and there was a stat with Mark Ingram. When he gets like eight, less than 18 touches or 18 touches or less, he's a much more productive player. Yesterday, Ingram had 14 carries for 85 yards, touchdown, six receptions, so he had 20. Six receptions for 37 yards. So really good day that he'd be for him too? Yeah, no. I and mean, look, Ingram runs hard. He can catch good. the ball. So, I mean, the way they're doing it, and the, if you watch the broadcast yesterday, I, I thought it was uh, it was what Sean Payton said. The only thing keeping from Alvin Kamara being Rookie of the Year was him. But, I mean, Alvin Kamara's going to... Alvin Kamara is going to be the Rookie of the Year. Him and Andy Reid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's amazing how the coaches... Andy Reid gave up the play calling yesterday. Yeah. Matt you would think in the biggest game of the season for them... Up to date, because you knew the Chargers were going to beat the uh, Browns. Yes. The Clippers were not losing that game. And you knew the Raiders would beat the Giants, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, well, these are things. So you had both teams are in there. You lose. It's a three-way tie, and you let the odd team out. Of those, uh, currently, currently. Well, currently they're in. Currently they're actually the team that's in. Oh, they're the one they're, that's they're in? They're the I one that's they, in. Because the Raiders Ooh. beat them. The, the Because the it's a division record. The Raiders oh, okay. beat them because it's a division the record. In. The Chiefs are yeah. in as of now. But... Listen, every team in that division controls their own destiny. Can we say one thing? Yeah. Going forward in these fantasy playoffs, start all receivers against the Chiefs. Absolutely. absolutely. Uh, especially when the quarterback for the Chiefs, Marcus Peters, takes the flag and just throws it in the stands. Yeah, that was, I mean, Marcus Peters. And he ejected himself. Yeah, he was, uh, that was. He, he ejected himself. He wasn't ejected, but he ran in the locker room and took all the stuff off and came back. Yeah, no, that was that was really disappointing to see a player of that caliber act like that. Stupid. What he did. Well, you talk about players of that caliber and acting out and doing what he did. You have to talk about Rob Gronkowski. Oh, that was that was terrible. And I, I love Gronk. I, look, I'm a Bills fan. There should have been pass interference on that play. Sure. He was held. Yeah. I don't know what what the hell, how the ref didn't see that, <clears throat> and that pissed him off. But you cannot do that. He needs to be suspended. He concussed the guy. Yeah, no, he, look, that was that was vicious. Vicious. He did, first off, look at the size of Grunk. You have a guy laying there defensively. Uh, uh, you know, 
unprotected. You can't do that. I understand you're pissed off. He apologized. It's the apology, okay, but that's not good enough. He's got to. He has to face a suspension. That cannot be tolerated. That cannot be allowed. That that could have caused a serious injury. It, 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 listen, it did. A concussion is a serious injury. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm saying. You know, I mean, like the, the fact is, he ran his elbow into this dude's head. That's not acceptable. Corey. That's almost like assault. Yeah. It, it, it is just like that. How are you feeling today? Week 13, basically in the books. Did you make it? You let us know. 844-843-6879. We continue on here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, certainly on YouTube and television as well. This is the Roto Experts. Stick with us. There you have it. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And just if you haven't heard, Rob Gronkowski is suspended for one game. One game, week 14 of the Fantasy Football Playoffs. or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And the Affordable Care Act guarantees coverage of substance abuse. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. Hey everybody, it's me, Joe Pizzapia, best-selling author of the Fantasy Black Book series, and right now, you can get the 2017 Fantasy Football Black Book on Amazon as we speak. What are you waiting for? You can get it for ebook, for your Kindle, or for paperback, and it's not just me this year. No, I brought in some friends. I got Jake Seeley. I got Sammy Reed. I got Gary Davenport. I got championships, and they're waiting for you. Find out why the Fantasy Black Book is number one best-selling in fantasy sports for the 10th straight time. You know why? Because once you go Black Book, you never go back. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true fan. 
What's up, everybody? It's the Fantasy Executive Corey Parks, and it's fantasy football season right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. So make sure you tune into the all-new Fantasy Football Frenzy with myself, Jake Seeley, and Wall Street Matt Medica. If we were a hip-hop group, we'd be like Migos because we're popping right now. Tune in every weekday morning at 9 a.m. East. Rankings, projections, ADP talk, and we take your phone calls. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy, 9 a.m. East, every weekday morning right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Sincata. And we are here, and we are all fired up. Talking a little bit about week 13, and I got to tell you, you got to love it. You got to love it, and you got to ride it to the end, and hopefully you put yourself in a place where you're able to be the guy that can jump out there and become a fantasy football champion here are the guys from the fantasy bffs and their review on week 13 fantasy football mike florio frank stanfield and greg sussman the fantasy football best friends forever here on the fantasy sports radio network alongside the fantasy salad frank stanfield michael florio i am greg sussman i, I gotta ask what what happened to professional Frank? I mean, it's a V-neck, you know. It's it's okay. It's, I wore my button down. I thought today we would be professional. Uh, he, there's no button down for him. He's wearing sweatpants and a sweatshirt. <laughs> you, no one could see below the desk. Nobody would have known. Spot. Um, it wasn't for Greggy. That's what I'm here for. I oh, thought well. we were all gonna look so good today. You should have hit me up. You should have been like, "Yo, casual Mondays." I yeah, you should. I would have done it too. Up. It's not ca- you mean the opposite of casual Mondays. Whatever. I had to wake up really early. Today. Dress up Mondays. <laughs> you wake up the same time I wake up every day. No, I wake up earlier. Oh, okay. One more day of that. Thank God you can stop complaining. Um, this is the best of Mondays, though, Greggy. This is a fantastic Monday. And we mean that in every which way. So we hadn't given many updates on the fantasy football BFFs team in our expert league that we participate in. As everybody knows, we started out 1-5, and five, and then we lost the match because we forgot to put a defense in one time, and then started Jermaine Curse over Robbie Anderson. Um, but we we tried. Like, we were trying, and then secretly, like, we kind of did our own thing, and we updated the team every week. It wasn't as nearly as important as it was at the beginning of the season, but we, we, we tried our best. And all of a sudden, we looked at our team... Last week, like last Thursday or so, I would say. And we're like, wait a minute. We have the third most points in the league. We're like one game out of a playoff spot. If like a whole bunch of things go our way, we need like three different things to go our way. We can get in. There was, I think, five, six, and six teams. We needed three of them to lose. And we needed... Two of them played each other. Yeah, two played each other. And we of the two that played each other, we needed Scott Engel to win. Cause the king! He had, he had more points. He's the only one that had, I think, around as many points as we did. Correct. And it came down to last night. It came down to last night. 
We needed a fantasy executive, Corey Parson. Uh, we needed Russell Wilson to put up seven points. He 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 quickly got there. <laughs> he, he he quickly got the seven points. So like, all right, that was cool. Now the king was down thirty, but he had four players left: Nelson Aguilar, Paul Richardson, Jimmy Graham, and either Antonio Brown or Joe Mixon, depending on what happens tonight. So quickly, like, all right, Paul Richardson catches a pass, and Jimmy Graham catches a touchdown. Great. It's close. It's now twenty. And you're moving along, moving along. All right, I said this to Mike. If we get 20 with Antonio Brown, fine. And then it gets to like 14 very quickly because Nelson Aguilar catches like a 20-yard pass. It's at 14. And I, I'm texting with these guys. I'm like, okay. Antonio Brown down to 14. Like, I can't ask for much more than that. The best player in fantasy, 14 points in the PPR league. I'll take it. And Mike was like, I really would like it to be a little bit closer. Next thing you know, there's a 50-yard pass to Nelson Aguilar, and we're down two yards. Two yards! Touchdown, Aguilar! And the BFFs are going to the playoffs! We'll be back talking about your playoffs here next. They're the happy BFFs. Now, I was in a similar situation last year, 1-5, and five, and in the same league they're in, and I won six in a row and won the championship. Uh, so it's all about just making the playoffs. That's all it's about. I say it time and time again. So go out there and get it done, people. Get it done. Here are the fantasy BFFs, the sixth seed. In the playoffs, can they roll the table? Fantasy football BFFs, we are pumped today. Listen, we're rolling along right now. We have the most points in the league this week again. We're just crushing it. Our team's on fire. Our team's on fire, and you know what makes it so great? It was a true BFF team because we all we all contributed, right? Like, I got my guy Lamar Miller, who has stayed out there. He's been he's been solid, like unspectacular, but solid. Keenan Allen, our guy. Key Allen. Allen. Keenan Allen. Allen. He did it. He we did don't, it. We don't, we don't get in without Keenan Allen. We, we don't. And you know who we also don't get in without? Robbie Anderson. Frank begged us to take Robbie Anderson. He did. And, and we it did. Out. And I it remember when out. you were killing me. Who did, we took him over some running back or something or other. It doesn't matter. Robbie Anderson. But it was Robbie Anderson. It was all Frank, <laughs> which is amazing. And, and Carson Wentz, who we, we never, none of us wanted. Team Carson and Carson. Carson and Carson. Was Wentz the first Carson and Carson and Carson? No. I think we took Palmer first. We took Palmer first. Oh, and then we took Carson we Wentz really the way back. We really looked out there. Yeah. That was great. You know what? Great team effort. I'm really pumped. Made Pum- some good pickups. Yeah. Kenyon Drake was great. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup we drafted. Oh. And went to Scott and gave him the finger. <laughs> oh, yeah, we did. We flipped <laughs> off the key at the draft. So really, our only good pickup was Kenny and Drake. Jared Goff, he came through for us. Yeah, yeah sure. That one week. Yeah, so we're feeling good. This man. is a dangerous team, man. We are dangerous. I, I don't want to pump ourselves up this dangerous. We got a shot. I just wish we had one of those Steelers, like Brown or Brown. <laughs> that would be fun. But you know what? We're feeling good. And I hope everyone else is feeling as good as we are. So let us know how you're feeling. Give us a thumbs up if you feel as good as BFFs do right now. 844-843-6879. We are all just, we're in such good moods today. I, I don't want to fight. I don't want to bring anything down. So I'm going to bring up Josh Gordon. Because there's no fight to be had. There's no anger to be had. It's all goodness. Josh Gordon! Josh Gordon! See, the thing is, I get it. I was the negative Josh Gordon guy. I was the anti-Josh Gordon guy. I didn't want to believe that he was going to walk in in week 13 and lead his team in targets and be electrifying and be the same Josh Gordon that he was when he was, as Mike called him on Friday, a superstar. But that's what he looked like yesterday. 
He led this team with 11 targets, four for 85. He had multiple chances at a touchdown where Deshaun Kaiser just simply missed him. In fact, with Corey Coleman on one side and Josh Gordon on the other, this is almost like a, a dynamic Browns offense with David Njoku, a tight end. Of course, Corey Coleman was targeted once on a penalty, so that doesn't even count, so he wasn't actually targeted officially. It was that crazy. That's how much Hugh Jackson didn't lie to us when it came to Hugh Jackson. He wanted to get Jackson the ball. He wanted him to be electrifying. And Mike, yesterday, he was. And it was extremely refreshing to hear a coach like, speak up a player and then it actually come to fruition. Like, How many times do we hear, like, Andy Reid, oh, we have to get Cream Hunt the ball. Nine and, carries yesterday. And nothing ever comes from it. Like, It was great to hear that he realized, recognized the talent that is Josh Gordon and said we're going to get him involved. And give credit to where it's due, man. Like, yeah, Josh Gordon's only 26 years old. He has some great years ahead of him. But for him to stay in such great shape and be so ready that once he steps on the field, it's like he never missed a beat. Yeah. After three years, not a couple weeks or a, or a season from an injury, he missed three years. He wasn't with them and everything. Give him lots of credit, man. Hey, and this is why I was negative on him, because he missed three years. And he walks back in there on a Browns team that's... But he looked good. I thought he made Njoku look better. It, w- it was good. And they lost, but, like, it was fun. <laughs> I mean, you had reasonable doubts. We've seen guys that take a year off, Mar- Martavis Bryant, for example, come in this year and just not be on the same page with the offense. And, look, to Josh Gordon's credit, this was not a good matchup either. No, absolutely not. Hayward, who is probably, you know, top 10, maybe even top five corner in the NFL this year. Uh, and this was an awesome tweet from JJ Zacharias. And follow him on Twitter at Late Round QB. Big but fan. The, he was the only wide receiver more than 85 receiving yards against the Chargers this year was Odell Beckham. That's exactly what Josh Gordon had yesterday. Was you saw that too. Four receptions for 85 yards next week going up against the Green Bay Packers, who have allowed the fourth most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers this season. I think it's safe to say that he's probably going to be ranked inside our top 24. He's, he's going to be a legitimate wide receiver too next week. And the fact that he had 11 targets, five more than any other player on the Browns. So they were clearly looking to get him the ball early. We saw the first play of the game was a throw to him. They clearly wanted to get him involved. Yep. Get him going, and it just it kept up the whole game. So, yeah, I agree with Frank. He is going to be inside the top 24. I think Corey Coleman is the big loser here. He, I think he's nothing more than a flex play, I would say. And, like, that's like a desperation kind of upside flex. Like, I don't think you can feel confident starting him going forward. Listen, as I said, we're having fun today. We're all on the same page. We're doing well with BFFs. And so I'm going to give more credit where I, w- I was wrong. I, I came in here and like, listen, there were two major things that I got wrong in week 13. That's why I wanted to open the show with. One was Josh Gordon, and the other one was Jamal Williams. You guys all love Jamal Williams a lot more than I did last week. And you started him, Mike, you were saying you were starting him over Kareem Hunt. Uh, you were starting him over some other major backs. He was a top 12 I, back for you? I used him over Devontae Freeman, right? Yes, yeah, you did. said that too. He was a top 12 back for me all week. And unfortunately, when Aaron Jones was activated yesterday, I lowered him outside of that. I actually had him closer to 20 than 12. Really? Oh, cause you, you had said all week he was a top uh, 12 guy for you. Aaron Jones being active, I know he only had the one carry, the 20-yard touchdown, but I, I was worried. I did say during the show, if they activate Aaron Jones, I think you have to devalue Jamal Williams a bit because we don't know necessarily how it would go down. Jamal Williams was still amazing. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Jones was a non-factor other than the one carry in overtime. It was all about Jamal Williams and just a a dominating performance uh, from him. Over 100 yards. uh, He was uh, the feature back, clearly. And, you know, ultimately, I know the matchup was good, so we kind of expected it. 
but I didn't see it being this good, Frank, so it was good. Yeah, I lowered him as well, but I, I'd normally say top 24 at the running back and the wide receiver position, to me, are considered must-start players. So I still had him in that range. I think I had him, I dropped him down to like 19 or 20, still had him ahead of Devontae Freeman. Uh, so that's a move I would have done. Uh, so hopefully you kept him in there. Unfortunately, you know, I saw the Aaron Jones news. I took him out of some of my DFS lineups, which sucked. But uh, yeah, this is awesome. Uh, this is the... This is the Jamal Williams that we were hoping for in the preseason, and now we're finally getting it, and he gets the Cleveland Browns next week. We just talked about Josh Gordon against the Packers. On the flip side, it's a pretty good matchup for, for Jamal Williams as well. I just worry that another week that Aaron Jones gets healthier, maybe they give him a few more carries, and he literally just won them the game with a 20-yard touchdown. Uh, so we'll be interested to see you know, how they talk about that this week, but it is a good matchup against the Cleveland Browns as well. That, that is definitely concerning, but I looked up Jamal Williams' his- this is his game average for the last four weeks. 20 carries, 75.8 rushing yards, 2.75 receptions, 31 receiving yards, and he has scored a touchdown, whether it be passing or rushing, in three of those four games. So without the touchdown, you're averaging 12 points in the PPR. You add a touchdown, it's almost close to 20. So that's pretty damn impressive a- averaging over the last that's four weeks. That's a top weeks. 24 RB. Uh, absolutely. absolutely. It's a guy you're going to start over Kareem Hunt, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. I We got a... We got to kind of put Kareem Hunt to bed, right? <sighs> they want to take a guy. It sounds like he's not a dog, man. You can't put him out in the back of the yard and spade him. Stay tuned for more Fantasy Football Rewind. Right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity and distribution so if you've written a novel children's book cookbook inspirational work poetry or a biography and want to get it published then you need to call page publishing and do it immediately call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit again for your free author submission kit call 800-955-3793 that's 800-955-3793 your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call call page publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. This is Tony Sincata from Fantasy First Look. You can join me every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. I am joined by George Kurtz and, of course, Joe Galena, the fantasy Jesus. If you guys want to watch the Monday Night Football game, turn the volume down and listen to us. If you can't make that commitment, subscribe on iTunes every single week. Get the best podcast in the business when it comes to fantasy football. That I'll guarantee. Fantasy First Look, 9 p.m. Eastern. 
Does your favorite fantasy sports show pair banging on the table demanding shots? Drinks on Greg. Drinks on Greg. Drinks on Greg. With deep, smart Kareem Hunt analysis? If not, then I think the fantasy BFFs are for you. Every weekday at 11 a.m. here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and on YouTube Live, join Greg Sussman, Frank Stample, Mike Florio, and NXT wrestler Eric Young for some of the best, most enjoyable, most imaginative fantasy analysis out there. Don't get your fantasy from boring people. Yo, this is the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever. Check out the Fantasy BFFs 11 a.m. every weekday only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and the Fantasy Sports YouTube page. sad like a little puppy because the lineup luck show brought to you by dailyroto.com is now doing the nba 6 to 7 p.m eastern don't be sad i got scooby snacks for you that's right dfs today brought to you by dailyroto.com on itunes you get dfs information every day fantasy football quarterbacks running backs wide receivers tight ends subscribe to dfs today brought to you by dailyroto.com on itunes Are you looking for the most complete college football coverage on Saturday morning? Then tune in to College Football Today with Joe Lisi and Rich Sermonello on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We break down every FBS conference, give you expert in-depth game analysis, and provide you with game predictions to get you set for kickoff. Your Saturday will be rocking as we talk with your favorite players from every school. Tune in every Saturday morning and start your tailgate off with us. We have you covered. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada. Fantasy Football Rewind. You can catch us every Monday through Friday at 11, uh, 1 a.m. Eastern. You can check out Fantasy Football News Desk at 11 p.m. And we get you covered and give you all the information you need. Rob Gronkowski out for Week 14. And, of course, you have the situation involving the New York Giants changing back the quarterbacks and coming back to use not only your guy, my guy, all our guys to make sure that you go and put it all together and come back on top and make sure things happen. Because that's what we're all about. That's where we go from it. It's all about winning. Right? And that's all we can do. Win, win, win. 
It's Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Scott. I will be back tomorrow. Check us out iTunes, Google Play. And then you'll absolutely get it done. Hit subscribe and get it delivered to your device each and every day.